0: Something that needs something that the Israel needed, and I think what, what we're going through, or what we we will be going through, or what we will be doing, is essentially uh, going to make our country greater or make it worse. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that your word will work, Father God. As it worked for Israel, Father God, I thank you, Lord, your word will work for America. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that greater things begin to transpire and take place in our lives because of it. In Jesus' name, amen. In 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 14, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Boy, does our land need healing. It's pretty well divided. Um, Many Christians are are praying now. And uh, I'll put this, many Christians believe in prayer, but uh, many do not pray. Uh, Prayers can be simple, complex, powerful, or just plain weak. Its range and results lie within the Christian's possibilities, what we do with our prayer. Uh, Many Christians are vague about prayer, and a few have experienced the power of prayer. The modern church is is rarely, if ever, used its full measure in honoring God through prayer. Um... Although Jesus says uh, the church is supposed to be called the house of prayer, I just wonder how many locations he has where actually there is prayer in the church, as it should be, I'll put it that way. Um, prayer is a, a, our most formable um, weapon. Uh, according to Ephesians chapter six, looking at verses ten through I think it's eighteen, um, but its prayer is, is the least one that we're that Christians are are skilled in. Um, uh, again, uh, thinking about uh, what Hosea says that uh, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge or rejecting the knowledge. We have the knowledge about prayer, but are we actually doing it? Um, I'll leave that answer up to you. How much are you praying? And is it weak prayer or good prayer? You know, that type of thing. Um, The first and the last stages of holy living are crowned with prayer. We need to start praying at the very beginning, and the last thing we do is to pray. Um, hindrance to prayer are, will equal hindrances to our life. Hindrances, hindrances that hinder prayer will hinder our life. Because uh, if we're not praying, our life will be hindered by things. Um, The conditions for prayer are conditions of righteousness and holiness. Um, If if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble humble themselves. We need to humble ourselves and pray. Seek the Lord's face and turn from our wickedness. And uh, I'm hoping that Christians across this nation are humbling ourselves. Knowing that uh, what we're about to uh, elect into office needs to be really, have some prayer behind it. Um, We need to seek the Lord's face on how he wants us to do it. Although uh, some of the things are quite uh, evident as how he would want us to pray, because some some elected official says they want to change the way Christians think. So I would think you would want not want to vote for that individual. Um, and then I, again, turn from our own little devious ways. Uh, uh, when the Lord shows you something that is devious or a little bit on the um, dark side, we need to. We need. I need to plain remove it, not just kind of float with it and say, well, you know, uh, it's not as bad as. Most people think, well, it's not what most people think. It's what God thinks. He says, just a simple lie is going to keep us out of hell. I mean, out of heaven, pardon me. <laughs> well, I think a simple little lie will keep us in hell. If we're not uh, using, the, using 1 John 1.9, right? And we will be blessed because of our obedience. If we're humble and we pray we seek God's fur, uh, face and return from our wicked ways, we will be blessed. There's a blessing for obedience. And the blessings of obedience says, we will hear from heaven. He will forgive our sins and he will heal our land. That's the, if we're obedient, what, what three great things that, uh, that we can accomplish just for ourselves. And, and our land, uh, I would I would only want to hope that that throughout all the world, or through let's put it this way, um, Heather brought up a deal that what what day is uh, national national is it national world prayer? prayer international day of prayer is on the sixth, two days before our election. Let's hope that Christians around the world are praying that we elect the right people. I mean, because if we don't elect the right people, they're going to feel it. That's definitely for sure. So we need to pray that our Christian brothers and sisters overseas are not only praying for us, but praying that we elect the right people, that God would have this door open, we have an open door that uh, it can happen. So we need to be praying. They need to be praying for us. Okay. Hey, okay, so we'll hear from heaven. He'll forgive our sin and heal our land. That's what, our land needs to be healed. And let's believe that uh, that those in our nation, oh God, let me go back to what I was going to say. In our nation, just like uh, when God was looking for somebody, he only found one man in Noah's day before the, before the, Oral Earl, uh, Earl. Earl. Earl was engulfed in water. Somebody out there has to be praying good. I, want, I, I We need at least a Noah out there praying that th- this will be changed. Well, you know. Say that's... Or, yeah, and, and Jeremiah says he's looking for a man. He couldn't find one. He just needed one. So let's try to be the one individual that God is going to look to to change our nation, to save our, save our land, to elect the right person. And um, I think it was Isaiah said, s- no, it was Jeremiah, send me. Here I am, send me. Let's hope a couple of our hands would go up and say, Lord, I'll pray for this thing. It's needed. You, know. you just can't, oh, well, I'll let Heather pray and I'm just going to have a good time. You no, know. We don't know what Heather's like. I think she's not good, but you know, she might, she might fall asleep or something. So each and every one of us has to do our part. We need to do our part. God's, God wants to save this land. It was given to him. No, he chose Israel. But we chose God. Our forefathers chose God. That this nation would be God's. And let's hope and believe that God will, will resurrect this thing and bring about exactly what he wants, to see this, just make one more great revival in this land just before the Lord Jesus comes to send out missionaries once again with the good, good news of the gospel and send missionaries among us like uh, Reinhardt, not Reinhardt Bunkey uh, Howard Brown, Rodney Howard Brown. He was sent here to America as a missionary for the lost in America. You know, he's visited the capital. We need to. We need people. We need people to rise up. We need to rise up. Finney. I finished. Drake had. Uh, an individual that went before him. I can't remember his name. Anybody remember the guy's name? That went praying before him? I think it was, Start with a D. Anyway, he would go into towns before, I think it's Phineas, went into town, and he'd pray, and he'd find people that would pray with him, and they didn't go to, the, didn't go even bother to go into the churches that he was praying at, but they prayed, and revival broke out. People got saved. We need to be a person, of prayer, to change things in our land. Amen? Okay, prayer is to be learned. We need to learn to pray. It requires time to be skilled. Uh, OJT, on-the-job training, is what we need to do. We need to pray with the Holy Ghost, and he'll teach us better ways of doing it. In spite of the benefits and blessings that come from prayer and communion with God, there are not too many praying. It is evident by what is happening in people's lives, and in, in, in our nation today. James, we have James chapter 5 verse uh, 16. The fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avail much. We need to, we need to, there needs to be people that will rise up. I'm talking the choir here, I think. Mm -hmm. Getting the saints, quote, the Christians to pray is a gigantic effort. Um, We need to, we need to pray. If I called, if I, if I called up everybody, telling them that Sunday morning service will not be a regular service, but it'll be a prayer service, how many is going to show up? A lot of people just say, well, you know, I can pray at home. They don't, they don't need me. But we need, we need to come together and pray. Okay. Again, getting the saints to pray, pray is a gigantic effort. The gospel moves at a slow snails pace when the church is not in prayer they say an army wins the battles with a full stomach or you know you got to keep these guys uh well you keep them uh full and also you know you got to keep the, keep their ammunition coming so i uh, what is that that Remember, John, what they say: an army wins its battles on the on their stomach. Yeah. So, we need to we need to get down. We need to get down down with this thing. Um, so, if the if if the church is not praying, the gospel is not going forth. Prayer is like the like the plow that unfurls the ground if prayer prayer is not there the seeds that are thrown the gospel seeds can't get into the ground but prayer open opens up the ground it's a foul i can't think of the name of it paul what is it when you you break the ground auger Auger, but i mean when the when the plow plow what would they what they call used to call it Follow, breaking fallow ground you, you, with the, with the, that's what prayer is if we're not praying we don't break, break the ground all, all the seeds that we put out there is not going to go in all, some of them going to break through but, it's, but according to uh, um, so or so's the seed mark if it's hard ground the birds get it very few get, get in so we need to our prayers break up the fallow ground so we need to get, we need to, get to work Each and every one of us. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Non-praying saints are neither ardent, beautiful, or powerful in the kingdom of God. Non-praying saints are more of a stagnant stench blocking the advancement of God. But that's pretty hard. So what's the verdict? Change! Pray! I hear it. I hear it. I've been told to pray more. I told, I, in a few months back, a few months back before, I said to the congregation, I think it was on Wednesday night, maybe it was Sunday, Sunday morning, I said, I need prayer. Pray that I learn to pray better. I don't know how many many fulfilled that request. I've been praying that I would break out. Don't raise your hands. Okay. The verdict is we need to change. Uh, We say that we are faith people. So listen carefully. Prayer is the expression of faith. If If we're faith people, Prayer is the expression of faith. Prayer honors God. God delights in having us pray. What did Jesus tell? What did, what did the disciples say? Uh, Jesus teaches how to pray. It's imminent. It's, it's, it's at the forefront of, of, a, of, a, of a Christian's life or a believer's life or I put it this way, it was evident for a disciple to pray. Oh boy. Okay, prayer is hard work. Prayer is hard work, but it springs forth activity. You're breaking up that follow ground, it springs forth activity. It stimulates desire and effort and arouses us for action or arouses others for action. If we pray for our nation, pray for the believers, pray for, pray for those that are not even believers to vote right. They say that uh, the last election, since we're going all over the place today, the last election, over 17 million Christians did not vote. We got to vote this time. You got to pray that the Christians will get off their duff and get down there. 17 million, over 17 million did not vote. And we got a second term for Obama. No good. A lazy man does not, will not. And cannot pray. For prayer demands, hate to say this, energy. How many have ever tried to pray at night? Oh, Lord, you I'll pray right here. You're, you're sleeping. Well, I, I'll, I'll, that's me. I pray, I said, I'm going to pray. I get started and pretty soon I'm out. Prayer takes energy. That means I, gotta get, I should get out of the bed, get on my knees like I should do, or walk around the house and pray. But uh, I kind of lay there and try to pray and And then I wake up you know, a few minutes or an hour later, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be praying. Anybody ever do that? It's not. You know, it's like we're, we're all, all of us have TVs, and you're watching something, and you hit the pause button. Right in the middle of something. So here's God. He's listening to a prayer, and they hit the pause button. Wake up! Unloose it! He's, he's hoping that we don't have to use the pause button. I think it's... Hello. So prayer, our prayer, prayers demand energy. It, it's a focal point. That's why Jesus rose early in the morning to pray. Now I know some of you get, get up early in the morning, but I don't know if it's up to pray though. You know, we can prepare for work and all that type of stuff. Maybe we need to kind of push it back a little bit further and get up just 15 minutes early, just to get that 15 minutes of prayer. That's good, solid prayer at that time. I'm After you hit the snooze button twice or three times and you get up, you need to, as soon as hit, that alarm goes up, hit it and get up. and Give the Lord 15 minutes or better of good solid prayer because you're awake. You should be alert and splashing water in your face or something. Maybe you got the coffee pot going, just check a luggage, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever it takes, get good prayer in. Because you can pray two hours or be in prayer in two hours and you already hit the pause button for an hour and 40 minutes of your pause and then you wake up again and say, oh, you know, amen. Hello. Maybe I'm touching some of you. That's what how I, how I'm telling you on myself, okay? So, so you need to know. I told you before, you, have, you need to pray for me. Pray, okay? Do I have to tell it a third time next time around? Because if I'm not praying, I know you're slacking. (laughs) Okay, because I believe in your prayers. You can change things. You can change things in my life. If I'm asking for prayer, I need something changed. I mean, if you ask for prayer, you want something changed. So... Lord, Pastor Dave needs to pray with energy. Okay. Prayer is the battlefield for the church. Prayer is the battlefield for the church. If you or we have been losing, we have, been, we have not been praying. If you, I, or we have been losing, we have not been praying. Or we haven't been praying correctly. I'll put it that way. You could pray you could, and you could be praying incorrectly. We need to pray according to what the Word of God tells us. According to His will, we pray. Amen. The difference between strength and the experience, and the holiness, and success of Christians can be found in their praying. Difference between strength, experience, and holiness, and success can be found in a, I'll put it believers' uh, way they, that they pray. Okay. I hate reading this one now. Feeble prayers are, result, are the result of a low spiritual condition. It's kind of riding on the bumpy line of road. We need to bring ourselves up. That's, we need to have that energy. We can't have feeble prayers any longer. The deep things of God are learned in prayer. The deep things of God are learned in prayer. Great things for God, the exploits for God, as Daniel puts it, are done first by prayer. And God, once you touch the heart of God and you see it's energized, we can move forward. Or you will move forward. I will move forward. The execution of the gospel, the vigor of faith, the maturity and the excellence of spiritual graces rely upon great prayers. The fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. We've got we got to come alive. Um, this Sunday you'll learn about righteousness. If she, if, if, if Pastor Peggy gets, uh, pulls that one together. Right. You need to find out about righteousness. We've been given righteousness. We have been made righteousness. If you want to get an inkling of what righteousness is about, start reading about righteousness. Look it up. You'll be surprised what righteousness does. Don't tell her I told you though. because you'll be able to answer any questions that she, if she shoots at you if she talks you about righteousness. All right? Okay. So, part two. So we have the ability. It's in us, glory to God. We have the Holy Spirit within us to lead us in prayer. We need to learn to release him. Quit holding on. You know, I don't know if I should say that. Some of the things, some of the things we say are, are so stupid when we pray on our own. Glory to God when, when we pray in the Holy Ghost, it comes out right. So, we need to get with the Holy Ghost. The ability is within us, we need to go forth in it. Amen. God's abiding power is within us. Let me see. God's abiding power is in you to the degree that His Word is abiding in you. So, the power that, that's in us. The power that can come forth is the amount of word that we have in us. No word, no power, because you don't know where, how to, to acquiesce it. or get it, have it flowing in our lives. Amen. Glory to God. God and His word are one. So if you have the word, you've got God. You already got God in you in the, as the Holy Spirit. We talked about being Greater inside than we are on the outside. We need to move forward in it. God's words abides over everything, circumstances, situations, and that includes our daily lives. The word abides in everything. It sets us free. That that the ability to pray sets you free or sets me free. But our minds won't grasp the truth without the revelation of the word. I mean, you know, you've, you've well, as you read through, if you've read through the, through the Bible a couple of years, sometimes, you, I know I read this and all of a sudden something, you're, you hit something new, you think it's something new. Wow, I never saw that before. That's a great new revelation that's given unto us something that we can walk on, we can implement in our lives, something that was there a year ago, but we didn't implement it, but now it's revealed to us that we can implement it, and what a, greater, what a great blessing when God gives us something that, that we can implement in our lives. He can just run, run with it. Not to, well, I'm not too sure about this. Well, if God's Word says you can do it. We have the ability... Do you have the Holy Ghost within us? And he's never wrong. Well, some of us have, uh, you know, are you sure, God? Anybody ever do that one? <laughs> are you sure you want me? Uh, Lord, I don't, I'm not too sure if I should do this. Who's going to give you a, a, a positive note to do something? other than God. I mean, he gives you positive things that are not negative things. So if it's a positive thing that comes, that comes your way, hey, okay, Lord, I'll, I'll, I'm going to step out on it. Hello. Our spirit must be expanded in prayer. Our spirit must be expanded in prayer. So that we will receive greater truths. That means our mind must re- be renewed, renewed in order to make that commitment. Our minds must be renewed in order to make that commitment and act on the word. Act in prayer. It has to be a Commitment. Let's turn to the New Testament, John chapter 17. John chapter 17, we want to go to verse, John 17, verse 22, beginning with verse 22, and the glory, Jesus speaking, and the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that, that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. Wow! That we be one. If we have the word operating, with it, we, are, we have the capacity to be in greater. We are one. Wow. What else does it say? Verse 24. And the fa- Father, I will, Father, I will that they also, whom thou hast given me be, with me, be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me, for thou lovest me before the foundations of the world. O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee, and these have known that thou hast sent me. And I have declared to unto them thy name, and I will declare it, and uh, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them, and I in them. Wow, that's, that's being one. That's what prayer is going to do. It's going to lock you up. To pray like God, to pray like Jesus, that's something else. To move out, to have the Holy Spirit move out with you. We have that ability. Uh Uh-oh. God's word rules. And when you pray his word, it rules. God says his word is like a sword, a two-edged sword. We have it. We have that ability. Strike down the enemy. I mean, he shows his head up all the time. Hello? Any questions? We're going to cut it off right there. I Give you a good half hour's worth. Half hour and five, 35 minutes worth. We have the ability to pray. Let's, let's go, go out there and do it. And let's have energy in our prayer. Instead "It's saying, lay, now I lay me down to sleep. Because that one we all do real well. We don't carry through on it. We need to carry through on what what the Lord has given us. Amen? Amen. So, pray like never before. Like your life depended on it. Because it does. Your prayer does depend on your life, does depend on your prayer. And we shall see how well you did. Because I'll know, because if I'm not praying hard, I know you've failed your job. Because I asked you to pray for me on this area. This is the second time. I need to have some improvement in my prayer. Nobody ever said, oh me or oh my. Okay. Okay. You, okay. Hey. If you're praying well and I get the message, we're all doing better. Amen. <laughs> See. Yeah, let me put it this way. You may remember the parable that the Lord spoke of uh, that uh, the three three servants that God gave talents to. Each each and every one of you have are the multi-talented persons. You got it? And what do they do with that talent? They increase it. How do they increase it? They invested in it. You're investing in me. Come on. And I could use this another way, too. Uh, speaking of talents, now it's, it's just come to me. You know, how many ever heard of somebody tell, asking you to take a vow of poverty? Poverty. Poverty. Anybody ever say that you need to take a vow of poverty? You know, some people have heard that. I've heard it, you know. Oh, you're, you're a pastor. You need to take a vow of poverty. Hey, that, that scripture, that I just told you, the three, three talents there. God said the person that took the vow, vow of poverty was cast into the fire. He wants you to increase. He wants you to increase. And whatever you do, he wants you to increase. I want to increase in prayer, and you're going to help me out. Okay. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. That prayer works, Father God, in and through your people, Father God. We praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord. Those things that we have prayed for tonight, Father God, we praise you, Father God, that... The fallow ground has now been opened, Father God, and Father God, the seeds, Father God, that have been sown, Father God, will germinate and produce a harvest in each and every one of those prayers that we began with this night. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. You get, you get get to go out early tonight.